Welcome to Finance in the Clouds. Modern finance is broken, forcing finance and accounting teams to work like it's 1985, the year Excel was invented. Here, we talk about the struggles finance teams face in fast-growing companies and discuss how they can spend less time surviving and more time in the clouds. I'm your host, Jake Jones, multimedia producer and brand influencer here at Zone & Co., and I'm joined this week by Jamie Bean, controller in accounting and finance at Zone Co. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jake. Uh, so today we're asking the question, how have roles in finance changed since COVID-19? While the world's still kind of dealing with COVID-19 with all its different variants, um, we're already seeing some major impacts on business uh, and, and really the world, uh, but especially in the finance role. Um, so, Jamie, I, I, I kind of I want to start off here with kind of a fun question. I, and I say fun, right? <laughs> uh, nothing's really fun with COVID, but um, I, I have a distinct memory of when um, the shutdown started. Uh, it was around um, it was around uh, spring break. Uh, I live I live in a college town, <clears throat> so kids had just left, uh, and I was actually filming a cooking show, and uh, we were kind of already kind of hearing rumblings of, you know, you, you've heard of some conferences shut down, so we were kind of like, you know, I wonder if this is going to shut down, but then out of nowhere, everybody's phone starts going off, and uh, that's when it hit that the, the college had told students not to return. Uh, I think Trump had made a statement that he was shutting down the country at this point, so uh, it was just kind of a, a crazy moment. Like I'm, I'm never gonna forget that moment. Uh, do you have any kind of memories of like when the shutdown happened for you? Definitely. So for me, the shutdown was a slow progression over a week. Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday, my kids had off for a teacher professional development day, and I took them into Boston uh, to go to the aquarium. We had a great day. And I remember sitting at lunch and it was just, it was kind of like a eerie feeling. Um, Mm. A few months or a few weeks prior in Boston, there had been a conference for a pharmaceutical company and they think it was a super spreader event. Um, Mm. Tuesday, you know, there was talks of food shortages, toilet paper shortages. So I went to the food store and filled up two carts. Uh, Wednesday, I was out for drinks with my girlfriends and we were talking about, you know, how is this going to impact our lives? Thursday was my kid's last day of school. And then, well, Friday, Friday was the 13th, the dreaded Friday, the 13th. So (laughs) that's kind of how it went for me. Yeah, that's when it all really fell apart. Yeah, it's crazy. I I remember too being like, oh yeah, this will probably be, you know, this will probably pass in a month or two. And then here we are two years later. So still kind of dealing with it. But but let's kind of dive into the topic at hand. And and really, I just kind of want to get some top level thoughts from you, Jamie, to to kick us off. How do you feel like the financial role has changed uh, since COVID-19? Sure. Um, So Finance teams are now working remotely from home or, you know, now it's two two years later. So some are doing a hybrid schedule, you know, prior to COVID-19, finance teams would sit, you know, in a corner uh, of an office building. And if you wanted to go over and talk to a colleague, ask them a question, have a quick discussion, you could do that. Um, But now that we're all, you know, working from home, there's uh, Slack and uh, Zoom, Google Meet, uh, Microsoft Teams. Uh, That's how we communicate. Um, 
And with so many professionals working from home or on a hybrid schedule, having these cloud-based software and automation tools just makes it so much easier. You know, when, when COVID first started, some companies were still printing printing checks to pay bills, right? Um, right. Now they needed to, to get an uh, online bill paying solution or companies were, you know, still going to the bank and depositing checks. Mm. So there's a lot less paper checks, deposit slips and bank lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's funny because a lot of that was stuff that was happening, you know, kind of just naturally as technology uh, kind of slowly takes over all our lives. Um, but it's it's crazy how this situation brought everyone kind of to the forefront um, of hat, like you've got to jump ahead with technology now. So uh, that's a really interesting point. I want to dive into some of the things you mentioned there, Jamie, but uh, I kind of want to start off with um, kind of a thing we're noticing just from research we're doing and, and um, just research studies that have been done. Um, it, it, a lot of our research is showing that really the CFO kind of had to become CEO overnight. Um, financial teams had to switch gears from looking backwards at how, you know, how did the company do this past year? You know, what, how are we going to fill out our taxes, that sort of thing. Um, and now they're having to look forward to what's to come. They're having to predict how are we going to get cash flow? How are we going to, you know, handle the next, you know, several months, several years, uh, and still turn a profit. So what was that shift like from your perspective as a, you know, financial professional? Uh, managing cash flow became extremely important to pretty much every company with mm. supply chains disrupted, revenue streams affected. Finance teams who maybe were able to pay all their bills every week now had to pick and choose which ones they could pay. Mm. Um, payroll's a big expense for a lot of companies. And when the federal government passed the CARES Act, many companies mm. applied for the PPP loan. Um, so they didn't have to lay off employees or not lay off as many employees. Mm. Uh, they used that money. Uh, to cover the cost of utilities and rent. And so finance teams were involved in applying for those loans and then making sure that the funds were used in a manner that mm. allowed their company to maximize their forgiveness. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy that all that happened and, and just came about. But, um, you know, it's interesting to me how businesses went from they maybe are, are really included in when it comes to tax time or when we are having to kind of close the year in books. Um but now kind of the shift of really relying on them to know kind of how we're going to move forward to make these hard decisions. Uh, you know, I, Jamie, I don't know if you've kind of experienced that pressure in your you know, personal experience with this, but like, what is that pressure like to suddenly have all of these hard decisions on the finance team? In terms of pressure, yes. And I think the amount of pressure depended on several factors, mm -hmm. right? What industry was your company in? Um, how, uh, what was your company's cash reserves like and what type of software and automation tools did you already use? Um, you know, those companies that didn't have those in place, I think we're definitely at a, you know, disadvantage. Mm. Right. Right. So um, more pressure for them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that, that pressure is hard. That pressure is hard to deal with. So that's uh, yeah. a, a true testament to those guys for being able to step up and do it. Um, would you say there's kind of been a shift in priorities? Um, you know, we've talked a lot about cash flow, but, um, you know, along the lines of even just like risk management, cash, cash forecasting uh, and management, it has, has that kind of been a real shift for financial professionals? Uh, definitely. Uh, cash has always been king, <laughs> right. but even more so in the post COVID-19 world uh, mm. in terms of risk management identifying a company's risks, monitoring them, and making sure that you have mitigation strategies in place is crucial hmm. because we just don't know what's ahead. 
Absolutely, absolutely. It, it really this, this this there really has been this shift in looking backwards, kind of a backwards way of thinking about finance to now a forward thinking uh, financial uh, plan where where we are having to look at all this stuff, have to think about risk management. Um, why do you think it is important that companies, if they're not already thinking this way, that they need to start thinking this way in a post-COVID world? Well, I mean, it's hard to believe we've already been dealing with COVID for two years. Right. And while here in the U.S., the Omicron surge seems to be behind us, China is now dealing with a new lockdown because mm -hmm. of a COVID surge. Um, supply chains have been disrupted. There are labor shortages. Russia's invaded Ukraine. Mm -hmm. We are living in a very unpredictable and uncertain time, and we just don't know what's next. Mm -hmm. So risk management is extremely important for all companies. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Even even beyond just, you know, who knows what's going to happen with COVID next. But like you said, we are just in a completely unpredictable time. Uh, you know, I, we've been saying for the last two years, these are unprecedented times. Right. Um, uh, it's kind of it's almost become a, a joke at how unprecedented it is. Um, that, you know, we kind of we kind of laugh when someone says that at the beginning, beginning, beginning of every meeting or uh, whatnot. Right. So uh, but yes, it, it's definitely important to be thinking this way so you can kind of at the very least, be as prepared as you can be um, for what may come down the line. Um, <clears throat> you know, we, we talked a little bit about technology there. Um, the shutdown had forced a lot of companies to have to innovate really quickly. Um, and like you said, a lot of people were starting to work um, from home. Uh, and so we really, a lot of companies had to look into a remote solution. Um, but before the shutdown, had you been able to work from home at all, uh, Jamie? Or was, was that a pretty easy transition for you? Uh, I worked from home about 10 years ago, uh, <laughs> but back then we didn't have any of the, these communication and remote tools that we have now, like Zoom and Slack and Microsoft Teams. Right. So I was very much in my own bubble, right? <laughs> and it was just the cell phone. Right. <laughs> That's how I communicated. Um, but now here at, you know, at Zone, we have a, we use Slack a lot. We mm -hmm. have a lot of channels, uh, most of which are work related, but there are some fun ones. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I want to go and Look at the travel channel. I can see my coworkers' recent pictures from their vacation, or I can swap recipes for my go-to weeknight meals with mm -hmm. uh, with colleagues. Yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. I so I've I've only been with Zone for uh, a couple months now, but um, coming in, learning that you know Zone had been remote for eight years. Um, that's a podcast I want to do at some point of just kind of like tips for working from home from a company that's been doing it for, you know, quite some time. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's been crazy how with all these, like you're saying, all these technologies that have come out of this Slack, Zoom, uh, obviously some of these existed, but they've really become prevalent um, in this time. Um, the, all of these things really do make it feel like it's an in-office uh, type of environment. Um, and so it's, it's been really, really cool to see. Uh, so, but yeah, I was just curious about that cause I had never worked from home, uh, until, until the shutdown, uh, had, had kind of started. That was, uh, I got sent home for about two weeks at my uh, job before I came to zone and, um, yeah, I had never really thought about what would that look like, uh, until I was kind of doing it. Um, and, uh, it's, it's been really exciting. It's been a lot of challenges, but it's been a lot of really, uh, really cool opportunities as well. So Anyway, moving on, just kind of talk, kind of a fun question there. But working from home, uh, it really kind of requires a lot, a lot of these systems like we've talked about, Zoom, uh, Slack, but also 
um, some cloud-based systems that allow everyone to collaborate while being physically apart. Um, you know, Google Drive, uh, Google Docs, those kind of things have become really prevalent. But, you know, how did moving to a cloud-based environment affect you as a financial professional? Uh, and, and maybe, Jamie, since you've kind of had some remote experience, if, if, if uh, maybe just kind of what are some things you've seen that, that have affected uh, how you work and how other financial professionals have worked? Sure. Um, so working in a cloud-based system, I feel is so much more efficient. Um, being able to store all of your documents, you know, in Google Drive. And if you need to collaborate with someone, you can just say, oh, just, you know, I, I put the document in here and we can both look at it in real time, um, which is great. Uh, you know, she uh, share screen uh, ability is great for my team and I, especially, you know, if I'm training someone in NetSuite, you know, how, how to do something. Um, I can share my screen, they can see it, and then they can actually go in and see that, you know, that bill was created and posted. Um, so it's, it's been really great. Share screen is awesome. I'm such a visual person that it really <laughs> just, too. it makes such a difference. Uh, and, and it's funny, uh, you know, you're mentioning a lot of that stuff of just like you're working on a document while someone else is working on a document at the same time. Um, and you know, again, some of these tools have been around, uh, but that's so much faster than you're working on something, you take it over to somebody, ask them to make corrections, and then kind of have to go back and forth. Uh, whereas now that back and forth is all digital and it's all based on what they're doing and can all happen kind of at the same time. Um, so that's a really cool. Yeah, it's crazy. You, you can see like in a, uh, in a Google, um, in a Google sheet, mm -hmm. if we're both in there, it will, you know, have the little cell that the other person that you're, you know, talking to mm -hmm. is on. It's, it's, it's really you cool. You can see them typing in real time and everything. It's great. Um, so what are some of the other pros and cons of switching to a cloud-based system? I know, I know you, you listed a couple pros. Is there anything else that you'd kind of throw in there, but then also what is, are there any cons to, to using these type of systems? Sure. Um, so cloud-based systems, easy to access, right? You can access it from anywhere. So if you're working from home most of the time, and then you go into the office for a day or two, you know, it's seamless that way. Uh, the data is stored in one secure location. Mm. Um, on the flip side, cons, you know, it's also security. Mm -hmm. um, data is susceptible to leakage, cyber attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually worked for a company um, that experienced a cyber attack on 1231. Mm -hmm. um, we had outsourced our IT and um, the IT company refused to pay the ransom. Mm. So while luckily for us, we only lost one day of data, we were down for the next 10 days. Right. And so it was old fashioned Excel, Word, pen and paper. Um, and that poor IT company, you know, yeah. they spent two months restoring all of their companies or all of their customers' IT systems. Yeah. Uh, another con is, you know, if your internet goes down, uh, you're trying to, you know, maybe read email on your phone and figure out, okay, how can I be productive when my internet's down? Right. Um, so those are some cons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the security is is such an important thing, you know. I've, I, I have a, a lot of video, right, that I'm working with, and I'm always terrified that what if this hard drive dies? What if this, uh, you know, what if something breaks with my physical equipment? Um, having stuff stored on a cloud is so, uh, it, it's such a comfort to just know, like, okay, I can just re-download this. It's, it's going to be fine. But, but, you know, it is interesting that there's a lot of, even though we have kind of, COVID has forced us to kind of make a lot of leaps in 
how we're using technology and even just technological innovations. Um, but I do feel like we still kind of are playing catch up a little bit to uh, what we have the infrastructure for. Um, and obviously, you know, here in America, we, we have a lot of infrastructure for Internet and things like that. But we still have outages. We still have, you know, some of those things that come. So, you know, th- there's probably other parts of the world that maybe aren't quite as tuned into the Internet yet. Um, so it is it is kind of a balance of what what are you prepared for? But, um, you know, Jamie, you, you, you've had a little bit more remote experience than I have. Um, but you've also obviously worked in a, a real office environment. Now that you've kind of done both, which do you prefer? Um, I would say, oh, that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> hi, I, I guess an ideal world, maybe going into the office one day a week, right? right. So you could, you know, see some people in person, um, but just being able to work from home, saving that commute time, uh, you know, maybe you get some exercise in right. or you spend a little bit more time with your kids. Um, but it is nice to actually see people mm-hmm. in person. So I think in an ideal world, it would be a hybrid. Right. Um, but I'm so used to, you know, it's I'm so used to working from home now that, you know, just seeing people on, on Zoom, I, I guess, is, is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely like you said, it's, it's definitely a push and pull there with uh, the social aspect of, of working. Uh, and so, you know, as companies look to these remote work solutions, uh, which I do think, like you said, have a lot of benefits. I, for me personally, I started looking for uh, rem- uh, working from home solutions because uh, my wife and I just had our first uh, son. Uh, and, and I wanted to spend more time, be more available to help with him. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of really good reasons for people to want to look for this type of work. Uh, but at the same time, it is important to keep in mind that those people need, you know, the social interaction that comes from work. So, uh, as companies look for that, I, you know, I, I, we would encourage you to definitely look for, uh, ways to bring in that social interaction. So, yeah, I will say um, here at Zone, you know, we do happy hours right. uh, at least once or twice a month. I know with my team, sometimes we'll have, you know, little ice cream socials or, you know, if, if ice cream's not your thing and it's later, if you want to have a, you know, a drink and we just sit around and we talk and socialize yeah. um, and it's just over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it. You can get a lot done over Zoom. It's it's great. So uh, I just want to know who who in your group does not like ice cream, uh, Jamie, because I feel like we need to have a one on one conversation with them uh, about why they don't like ice cream. That's that's a real issue, I think. No, it's not so much that they don't like ice, uh, that there's no one that likes ice cream. It's just that some people don't um, drink alcohol. Oh, okay. So we've tried to make it, you know, inclusive you for, for all. I understand. So if your pleasure is ice cream, you go ice cream. You know, if you like wine, you go wine. Maybe it's coffee. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I would go with all three of those. So that sounds that sounds like a fun time. But I enjoy all three of those as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, kind of jiving back into this. Um so the lockdown did cause a lot of downtime for companies. Uh, companies were forced to find ways to work as efficiently as possible. Um, I know, obviously, we've talked a lot about with these cloud-based services that did add some efficiency. Um, but this also, as you mentioned earlier, led to a lot of automation tools, uh, especially for finance professionals. Um, how has adding this automation, these automation tools uh, affected the finance role? So I think it's saved a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great because then there's time that you can, you know, use for new projects, initiatives. 
Um, some of the great tools that I think that we have here at Zone, uh, Fast4 is a company that Zone just acquired. They have um, a scan and capture tool, mm -hmm. which allows you to scan a bill and then it will create an invoice in NetSuite mm -hmm. with the information, which is amazing. That's amazing, yeah. <laughs> um, someone doesn't have to sit there and key it. Uh, bank reconciliation product that helps you reconcile your transactions much faster. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, we have zone, uh, zone payments here, which automates the invoice to cash process and makes collecting customer payments so much easier. So I think it's just, you know, it saves so much time and has made um, some of these more manual processes easier. Yeah. So it's a win-win. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, like, like I said, uh, with all this downtime and, and needing to look forward that, you know, any, anything we can automate, anything we can make easier. Uh, definitely helps and and kind of on that vein you know with businesses relying so heavily on finance teams now does having some of these these tasks um, be automated does that allow teams to focus more on this risk management this cash flow uh, forecasting you know, does that kind of give them some room to focus on those new responsibilities yeah definitely um, and it allows teams, you know, I, I think everybody has their, their list of to do's, right. And you have your top priorities, your medium, your lows, mm -hmm. right. And having more time allows you to get to those medium and low things, um, on your list, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. And thank you for bringing in some of the stuff that zone uh, has to offer. There's, there's definitely lots of cool tools that we, we can provide for people to help with that automation. Um, so in some of my research that I did kind of thinking about this topic, um, Jamie, uh, the Association of Accounts and Financial Professionals in Business, uh, they conducted a survey from people in the finance industry. Um, they took a, a very healthy, very uh, diverse group of people, and uh, they kind of asked them a list of questions. But in that research, 68% of them indicated that they were looking to improve their skills uh, and 75% uh, of people said they were actively working on their job skills. Um, how do you feel about upscaling? Do you feel like that's something important in a, in a post-COVID world? Upskilling, I guess I should say. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, I mean, I think it's always important to work on your job mm -hmm. skills. Um, and especially learning these new automation tools and processes. Um, you know, it's only going to benefit you and the company that you work for and future employers. Absolutely. So Jamie, as a finance professional, are there any skills that you would recommend people kind of look into improving, especially moving kind of as we're seeing this shift towards a forward financing uh, perspective? Sure. Um, I would say budgeting and forecasting, mm -hmm. you know, given the unpredictable world that we're living in right now. Uh, I also think improved communication skills is key. Mm -hmm. Uh, with remote and hybrid work, it's really important to make sure that we're communicating efficiently and effectively. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, Jamie, um, obviously COVID had a, a huge negative impact, right? Um, it, it forced a lot of change throughout um, almost every industry. Um, but I would like to think there is a silver lining to it all, or at least I'd like to try and find one. Um, how has COVID positively impacted uh, the reliance on finance teams, uh, especially in terms of stature in the business? Right. Um, well, finance teams have been basically forced to be more agile and, you know, streamlined than ever. Um, so, yeah, that's 
that's a huge positive. They're they're definitely uh, as far as job security, right? We we need these financial teams uh, now more than ever. So that's a, that's a huge positive if you want to look at it that way. Um, so as we come to a close here, Jamie, um, as a financial professional, how can we help finance teams be better set up for the future? Sure. Um, meet your deadlines. <laughs> submit your timesheets on time. Approve your vendor invoices timely. Submit your expense reports. Um, all of those are very important, uh, but also work collaboratively with the finance and accounting. Uh, make sure that we're involved in new projects and initiatives so we don't find out about it after the fact and <laughs> we're not the last to know. Sounds good. Jamie, it's been great hearing more about how COVID has impacted the finance world uh, from you today. Um, it's super exciting to see how the industry is adapting and uh, it's really exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes next. Well, thanks so much for having me, Jake. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure having you. Now we want to hear from you listening at home. How has COVID impacted your place of work? Let us know by emailing hello at zoneandco.com. And if you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe to Finance in the Clouds. Listen to it wherever you get your podcasts and visit our website to see more. We'll see you next time. Bye.